Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with executive director, coach, speaker, consultant, photographer, grant writer, facilitator, and published author, Nicola Cotto. She enables leaders, teams, and organizations to reach their potential in the nonprofit and creative business sector. She is dedicated to fostering a positive and empowering culture around physical and emotional scars with the goal of empowering women and girls to share their trauma and turn it into triumph. By boldly sharing their strength and scars. They create a community that supports mental health and well-being for all. She's got a great story. Enjoy this interview. Well, thank you for taking a minute out for the show. Yeah, absolutely. Before we get into your life as the chief executive director, just all of the paths that have gone into who you are, you know, it's been three years since this pandemic started. We're, we're waking up. Things are changing. How did you survive the pandemic? And how has it changed the way that you live your life and conduct business now? So from, from my nonprofit, surviving the pandemic was um, coming off 2019. That was my first fundraising gala. So what I did um, with the money that I raised is without any foreknowledge of what was to come, I actually paid my studio rent out for a whole year so that I would always have a place to serve the women and girls in the population that I serve. So um, when COVID hit, I did not have to worry about going out and fundraising, and which would have been disastrous. I wouldn't have made it um, because everything was shut down. So um, I guess the, the, the quickening in my spirit to go ahead and pay a year in advance, really, uh, I listened to my gut. <laughs> and then uh, ever since then, I've just always made sure that there has been enough um, money set aside for what from whatever fundraising that we do that will always cover a space to um, provide the safe space that we need for um, our women and girls. So there's so many parts that go into who you are, your coach, consultant, your designer, photographer, writer, published author. There's so many things, but I want to really boil everything down to an essence here. And I'm going to hypothetically put you in front of grade schoolers at a career day, third graders. And one of the kids looks up at you and asks you, what do you do for a living? How do you answer them? I tell, if it was a bunch of third graders, I would tell them, I get to empower little girls and grown women to live their authentic life and share their stories of sad times, happy times, trauma, um, and just empower them to know that they're exactly enough who they are. So when you were at that same age, what was your dream growing up? What did you want to become? Uh, I wanted to be a professional dancer. So as you look onto your life now, and, and see everything that, that, that's happened? Are you happy with how everything's turned out? A hundred percent. I went on to be a professional dancer. I traveled the world and um, worked in so many different venues and for um, a lot of uh, high-profile people. And then um, after that career, I got married and moved on to a guy that was in the military and an American, I'm from England, and traveled all over the world with that career and then retired from that and then finally stepped into the creative role that I believe my whole life prepared me to do. So let's get, let's dig a little bit deeper into your beginnings. 
Talk to me a little bit about where you were born and raised. And there's obviously seeds that are put into us early on. And you're highly driven um, and, and, and you're very active. What was it? What were the seeds that were put in you in the beginning that became who you are today? Well, I was born and raised in uh, the northeast of England, uh, very close to the Scottish border. I am one of not very many girls in our family, surrounded by uncles, and I have five brothers and um, from a very small village. But it was, you know, just because you're a girl doesn't mean to say you can't do everything that your brothers do or your uncles do. And, you know, you just get in there and you just do it. You just work. You've got to have a work ethic, and if you want it so bad, you go after it, and you you, you give it everything you've got. That that was really what was instilled in me from as long as I can remember. I remember my parents saying, you know, don't settle down and get married until you've gone and seen the world. Go do that first, um, and, and then do, get married and settle down on your own terms, and, you know, just be everything that you want want to be because, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. Every day, my dad used to say all the time, "Live every day as if it's your last, because one day it will be." And I've just really that just stuck with me for the longest, like for for my entire fifty-two years. So the one thing that always fuels who we are are those that we look up to. Who's consistently been either a role model or a hero for you in life? My parents, my brothers, my family. Big time role models, and my and my husband's huge. Like I would say, he is probably the number one person that I really look up to in in this life. We've been together thirty four years. So, if you could meet anybody alive on the planet right now, spend some time with them and talk with them, who would it be? Mm, wow, who would it be? That's a, that's a that's a tough one. I, who would it be? Oh man, I really don't know. I never really give that any thought of who I really want to meet. What about somebody from your past? What about anybody? I would love to sit down and have some conversations with some female high-ranking CEOs of major companies and major corporations. That would be uh, that would be some great discussion. Um, other than that, I, I really... So... In, in your role of business and all the decisions you've made, what's been one of the toughest decisions that you ever had to make? Oh, the toughest decision I've ever had to make in business was, there's, there's been quite a few. The hardest decision I have to make every day is uh, leaving my house um, when my when my daughter is homeschooled and she's here. I mean, she's of age to stay, but that's a hard decision for me to leave and go to an office. <laughs> um, those are the, those are tough decisions around family. Um, yeah, other than that, I'm, I'm sure they have been, but I, I really don't dwell on, on things like that, so I don't keep them in my memory bank. <laughs> no, that's cool. I, I was just curious. So everyone out there has um, things that get us up in the morning, that motivate us, and that get us going, and I'm curious with you, what is it that motivates you and gets you going to accomplish your day? What's the main motivator? Well, I'll tell you, as of uh, now, I just beat breast cancer. So all last year I was battling breast cancer. 
so I actually beat cancer. So now my motivation is if I have breath in my lungs, I'm getting up and I'm I'm doing whatever I need to do to make a difference. Before that, it was pretty much the same thing, but with a less sense of uh, knowing that life could be taken away at any second, if that makes sense. It certainly does. So when you get to the end of that said day, how do you look back and quantify it and say that was a good day? If if I if I know I've given that day everything that I've got and I've done my best, then I know it's a good day. And every day I strive to do that. At this point in your life, you know, there's a lot of wisdom that you've accumulated. There's a lot of paths you've been down. If you were to have a dream tonight and run into the younger version of yourself and you could give that version of you a piece of advice based on the life that you've lived, the things that you've overcome, the wisdom you've gained, what would you tell your young version? I would say keep being yourself. Keep doing what you're doing because it's got me to where I'm at right now. I wouldn't change anything. Stay on the path you're on. So of all of the things that you've done in your life up to this point, what are you the proudest of? Uh, oh, wow. My children. Having children. Uh, my oldest is 31. I have a 28-year-old and a 14-year-old. And now I have grandkids. So having my children and seeing them have children and seeing my children's faces and eyes through their children is, it's unexplainably amazing. You, you you don't get much better than that. Everything else, it just doesn't even come close. So as a creative, when you were growing up, was there, what was a book or an album or a piece of art or something that really motivated you and that you return to even now as an adult? So uh, I remember... Uh, uh, being a dancer, I was always around music. My dad was a musician, but I only ever bought one record, one album, and it was a, a, a band called Deacon Blue, and um, they had this song called Dignity, and uh, I still have that album today. I bought it when I was 15, and I still have it, and um, I the one thing that scares me is I, I like albums. I like listening to records, so I I I get to listen to my records and, and it takes me back to, you know, that time when I was 15. But music has always played a huge part in my life. So uh, what what was what was the first live music show you ever saw that blew you away? Uh, I saw Simple Minds in concert in Verona, Italy. Fantastic. Wow. What year was that? That was in, let me think... 1986. Wow, that was at the height of their powers. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So, um, so let me ask you this. Um, everyone out there has a perception of you, an idea of who they think you are, your family, your friends, colleagues, clients. But ultimately, you live your life. You're in control of, of what happens. What's your perception of yourself? Who do you think you are? I think I am uh, 
just a normal average person who just wants to make a difference. People don't see me like that um, because I do so much. But to me, I'm just, this is just my authentic way of living life. I don't know any other way than to be authentic and to be true to who I am and to always be honest and live without pretenses, comparison or, you know, fakeness. <laughs> right on. So if anyone out there wants to learn more about you and anything of all of these things that you do, where is the best place for them to go and to find out? We are not broken.org. You can find out. That's got my personal number on it. You can get a direct line to me. Um, that is my heart. That's what I do every single day. And I, I get to create too, but... That mission, that nonprofit that I founded is my absolute true heart to serve women and girls. Nicola, thank you very much for taking time out. I can feel the, 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 the passion and what you do. It's wonderful to uh, talk to you and for you to open up and give us your story. I appreciate that. Well, thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate it, too. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, mental health, music, and more from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube, subscribe to us there, and you can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Famous.